Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. This is episode 19 for the week of May 8th, 2018. One away from episode 20. Not that it's a big milestone, but who gives a shit? My name is Josh, aka JK Fire. This week I am joined by none other than the man who recently pulled into his own driveway as I was pulling into his own driveway, Will, aka Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? I'm doing all right. It's, uh, it's been a long day at work. I just got here right when you were ready to record, so it's been a quick setup, and here we are. It's been a hard day's night. Is that how the song goes? Yeah. 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 The, so Beatles. the Beatles. Yeah. I don't want to get copyright stricken, so I'm going to stop right there. But yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had a shit day at work. Yeah. The the work wasn't bad. It was just long and tedious. And yeah. Yeah. Continue on. Well, unfortunately... Unf- We have Halo to talk about. Yeah. But not only that, we have a lot of Halo to talk about. Believe it or not, there is no lulls in the Halo esports scene. I can promise you that, and you'll soon see. But Will, what do we always start the show with? Roster Mania! It's Roster Mania. Of course, we start the show with it every week. We do have some rosters to talk about. From Quite Euro- a few rosters yeah. to talk about. Yeah, you get to hear me butcher some more names. <laughs> it's always a fun time when that happens. It's, it's yeah, every week. But here we go. Because then we get Europa Halo to tweet at us and be like, "Yeah, you guys really fucked this one up." And be like, "Yeah, we did." <laughs> Maybe send me a list of like phonetically spelled out names. And <laughs> but not only that, uh, Europa Halo. Something Will's going to talk about this in a second, but. Please correct us because I we got this information based off the spreadsheet that you emailed to us. Um, so if there is something that we should know that we're not seeing, let us know in regards to one specific individual. We'll read them away. All right. So Europa Halo rosters. Revive Black. Naptime EU is in and Nade Straight is out. Quinzuka is in and Dash is out. And... Koopa and Conscript Bear are still on that team. Next, we have Frags and Drag. Double XL is in, or still in. Curly Sniper is in. Josh Box is out, so Josh Box is no longer on Frags and Drag. Diminish is in. Naptime is out and has moved to that revived Black Squad. And Sketch is remaining on the team. <coughs> we have Oxygen, Oxygen Deficiency. We have Flammablur. That's a great name. (laughs) Snapshot CE. Still on the team. We have Kamikaze, who is in. And Quinzuka, who is out. And still remaining on the team, JKM. Next, we have Scars Esports. With Sinjo, I want to say. But I know that's mixing the words up, so... Whatever. Westy. <laughs> still on the team. Solar Equinox is in. Ewan MP is out. And Bausa is still on that team. Next, we have Arctic. And Arctic Jesus is in. Came from isolation. Quickie is still on the team. Vicinical is in. Again, from isolation. And we also have Tyrant ST. Next, we have... Cosconia with Turk W. We also show Kamikaze in on this team on the spreadsheet, 
This is where the confusion comes in. Yes. Please let us know. Yep. What team is Kamikaze actually on? Find out next week on HCS Pro Talk. We also have KLKKA and Mike Kraft. Good luck with that one. Kraftzik. <laughs> and that's going to do it for Europa Halo. So those are your roster changes. Um, we'll have more clarification next week for you guys. Next, from North America. Now, a new league we're going to talk about here is the Pro Battle League. Um, we got some rosters coming at you. So this is all from North America. We have Atlanta Zenith in the Eastern Conference. We have Kolek, Sneaky Bran, Pharaoh Two Clutch, and Laser Calm. Laser Calm and Sneaky Bran, I think we've talked about before. They but sound very familiar. They do sound familiar. Yeah. So yes. Um as well in the Eastern Conference, we have Carolina Riptide with Zachary Bilski, Faux Shots. Brett Hall, Fuzzy Gloves, and Crony. From the Northern Conference, we have the St. Louis Sentinels. That team includes Impulsion, Climax GM, and Fluriously. We've talked about Fluriously in the yes, past. Yes, because I've struggled with that name before. Yes. Um, the Houston Vipers from the Southern Conference. Only one member, which is Morty, um... These teams are still being formed. Roster locks are not in for this league yet. So based off what we're seeing, based off what we're seeing at the time, these are the members on these teams. And as I was telling Will, as more matches happen, I will update the rosters with who I see like on stream being like playing the game. Therefore, we can pretty much consider those rosters being locked and we'll get to those later. But just know that, yes, things are fluctuating. All right. Next, we have Portland Tempest. From the Western Conference with Eric Johnson and Takwan. Next, we have Dallas Stampede from the Southern Conference with Justin Prove, Spinks Jinx, Mist, Ninjutsu, and Flash. We have the Philadelphia Forge from the Eastern Conference. And this is Jesse Sale, Mitch Slinky, RR Rhino, and Super CC Evades. We've talked about Super CC in the past, too. Columbus Origin from the Northern Conference. We have Domes, Ripple, Mike Fathom, and Champion 9. Next, we have Wisconsin Fury from the Northern Conference with Soul Snipe, Ness Lake, Septify, and Case. I believe we've talked about all four of them before. Austin Royals from the Southern Conference. Straight Nitro, Big Sub Vibe, Lethal Ant, Kid Laser, and BXA Beetle. Next, we have San Jose Edge from the Western Conference. This includes Titan X, Unfazed, Dark Scorch, and Drew Aok. We have the New York Titans in the Eastern Conference, which includes Brandon Splash, Obnoxious, and Magic Touch. We have the Chicago United from the Northern Conference, which includes Clip, Kilton, Omnipresent, Wombust, Womburst, sorry. I think Kilton we've talked about Kilton, in the past. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Denver Rangers from the Southern Conference with Wiley Coyote. And that's it. <laughs> uh, we have Seattle Striker in the Western Conference with 
Sticky Icky, Riptide, Sight Defect, Grizzly Cougar, and Barry Edwards. And then lastly, we have the Los Angeles Legion from the Western Conference with Ultimega and One Hit. And that's going to be it for your roster mania this episode. And next up, we have Will's Adventures Within the Halo Um, I'm sorry to say. You didn't play any more Halo 2? I haven't played any more Halo. You motherfucker. Well, we had the big, the, the big move this last weekend. You did. You did. And, yeah. I you, built up the intro that much for, to hear you say you didn't play any. The, the Xbox has not been turned on since I've moved into the new place here. <laughs> oh, so, no, dude. I know. Um, I'll definitely get it done this week. Okay. Well, I, I mean, will, you don't even need to get it done. Just, yeah. Play right. a couple missions. Will do. The the listeners want to know. Because, yeah, they really care how much I'm... <laughs> hey, I fucking care. <laughs> All right. All right? All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> to what, Will? It's news. <laughs> okay. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, if you missed last week's episode, we talked a decent amount about... Well, actually, not even a decent amount. We talked a shit ton about the Halo Online El Dorito debacle that happened. Well... We had also reported that Forge Hub stated that they will be um, working with the El Dorito team, if I'm not mistaken, for Halo Online Forge maps and whatnot, which was really cool. Well, we have an update to that statement. Um, April 30th, 2018, Forge Hub posted on Twitter, With heavy hearts, Forge Hub will no longer be supporting content created in El Dorito on our site or affiliated outlets. Our team will begin taking steps to repeal El Dorito content from our site. Moving forward, El Dorito maps will no longer be allowed to be posted on the site. We understand this to be major news. We'll be releasing more information regarding this change in the near future. Um, hold on one second. We want to make it clear that Forge Hub was not pressured by Microsoft or 343 Industries to choose to no longer support El Dorito maps. Our team established that if any legal barriers should arise regarding our support for the mod, that we would act on them. This is, this is the case here. We are building a full update post to shed more light on this decision. We want to ensure it conveys all the right messages so we are gathering info from all the right people first. So... There you go. Forge Hub distancing, distancing themselves from the situation, rightfully so. It's completely understandable. They did it out of the kindness of their hearts to be affiliated with them in the first place. Now they're just taking the appropriate action. So on and so forth. Um, as soon as we have the full updated story, we'll include it. We'll talk about it. All that fun stuff. But no, for now, that's what we have. Next up. If you did not know, we talked about it last week as well, but the new 2018 summer season has started with the True Skill 2.0 in the ranked playlist as well. Um, I'm not going to be diving deep this week on the True Skill 2.0 because I I see that people are firing a lot of hate over at Josh uh, Menke. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I really apologize if I mispronounced that, Josh. You're a great individual. You do a lot for the community as well. Um... And we love the work that you're doing. Sorry you're getting a bunch of fucking hate and flack because nobody deserves that shit. So, again, not going to talk about True Skill 2.0. There's no reason to. For all intents and purposes, it works as intended. And, yeah, don't be an asshole. I'm going to leave it at that. Complete your placement matches. See what rank you get. Next up, the new elimination playlist is out. 
Featuring Breakout, Breakout 2.0, and the community-created Extermination, these matches will come down to the last team standing. So yeah, go and check it out if you haven't already. It's in there. But not only that, Triple Team is also back in Halo 5. Three teams of three people per team face off against each other. Go ahead and play that if you're interested. Next up, posted by Grimbrother1 on May 4th, 2018, over at HaloWaypoint.com, we have the Calm in the Storm news article. If you're looking for some lore-based information, go ahead and give it a read. I'll include a link in the show notes of the show, as always, with everything else we talk about as well. Um, But yeah, go ahead and give it a read. It's a long one. I'm not going to sit here and read through it. But again, link will be in the show notes. Check it out if you want to. Got some good stuff in there. And then also from Grim Brother 1 on May 3rd, 2018 over at HaloWaypoint.com, we have the Halo Silent Storm first look. Again, Halo Silent Storm, a Master Chief story, is a book that is coming out later this year, I believe in September, and you get a first look of it. So, of course, I'll include a link in the show notes. Check it out if you're interested. Will? That does it for the news this week. I think that was the quickest news segment we've had in a long time. Because I didn't have to sit there and read. Yeah. I mean, if you want me to, I can go back and read that article. I'm not going to do that. It's really long. <laughs> Trust me, I'll, I'll save you the burden of listening to me talk for an extended period of time. Because I'll do that later in the show. Okay. <laughs> Will, what do we got for some scrim recaps? So we had some scrims happen. Um, I think mainly from Europa. It was only Europa Halo. Europa, okay, yep. Uh, so Monday, April 30th, looks like Maka Esports faced off against Aerox. Um, that series went 7-2 to two in favor of Mocket. And then we also had Team Viral versus 13 Esports, which was a 5-1 series in favor of Viral. Mocket stepping up in that scrim. 7-2? Yeah, 7-2, that's a big win. Against the previous champs. So, I mean, Mocket had won a tournament previously as well. But Aerox being the reigning champs, beating them in a scrim 7-2, that's not anything to scoff at. That's pretty awesome. Good for them. All right. Then on Tuesday, May 1st, we had Aerox face off against Invalid Red, which went 6-1 in favor of Aerox. So something to note here, real quick before you move on. Aerox, showing that they obviously belong in the upper echelon as well, 6-1. Not bad. Invalid Red, in their actual series wins, like their tournament series wins, they're currently 3-0. So we'll see if they're able to continue that streak because they're in the they're in the same division as Aerox, as Mocket, as some other top tier teams. So them being 3-0 right now, we'll see if they can continue that trend. All right. Then Wednesday, May 2nd, we had Team Quantum versus Invalid White, which was a 7-1 series in favor of Team Quantum. We also had Isolation face off against the new the new beginning which was uh, 4-2 in favor of Isolation. We had Mocket face off against Invalid Red, which was a 12-2 series in favor of Mocket. So, the <laughs> Invalid Red need to show something in these scrims because they got decimated by both the two champions previously. Yeah, Aerox and Mocket. Yes. Did not perform well against those two teams. It's, uh... So we'll see if... If, this, if the actual series results mimic that, or if they're able to stay ahead. Perfect. Then Thursday, May 3rd, we had Inverted versus Orion Sniping, which was 2-0 in favor of Inverted. Skitlight. 
Skitlight, I always say it wrong. Skitlight versus 13 Esports, 4-0 in favor of Skitlight. And then we had Aerox versus Skitlight as well, which was 4-1 in favor of Aerox, so a complete turnaround for Skitlight. And then we had Invalid Red face off against Recknack, which was a 9-1 series going to Invalid Red. Time to see how well Recknack are doing, because it, Invalid Red beating them 9-1. Oh, Invalid Red must be doing a good job. Well, maybe Recknack just weren't performing that well. We'll have to see. All right, then Friday, May 4th, we had Revive Nation versus Orion Sniping, which was a 4-0 in favor of Revive Nation. And we had Mocket face off against Aerox, which was a 4-2 series in favor of Mocket. Again, so, Mocket winning. Mocket winning. 4-2, I mean, six games. Well, sure. Could have gone either way, really. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, and we have some tournament recaps to get into. More from Europa Halo. So here we go. Tuesday, May 1st. Team Zero versus Revive Black. Game one, Strongholds on the Rig. That went 100 to 66 in favor of Revive Black. Game two, Slayer on Coliseum. 50 to 41 in favor of Team Zero. Game three was Capture the Flag on Fathom. That was a 3-2 game in favor of Revive Black. Game four, Strongholds on Plaza. 100 to 45, Team Zero. So we are tied at 2-2. Game five, Slayer on Regret. 50 to 48. Close game. Went to Revive Black. Game six, Capture the Flag on Coliseum. 3-0, Team Zero. We have a game seven. <laughs> And that was Slayer on the Truth, which was 50-43 to 43 in favor of Team Zero, and Team Zero takes it 4-3. A lot of back and forth in this series. No one, no one team really stood out in objectives or Slayer. Because, like, if you look at it, Revive Black took the first, took the first Strongholds game 166, but then in game four, Strongholds on Plaza, Team Zero answered right back and with 100-45. And it's just... What, the Slayer games, Team Zero won the first Slayer 50-41, to and then of course the Game 5 was close, but it was 50-48 to Revive Black. Um, Revive Black winning the first CTF game, Team Zero winning the second CTF game. It all just came down to that Game 7. Like, that's... I, I find that kind of funny that neither team had a dominant way just... Usually you see a team excel in objective play or Slayer. But we didn't see that at all here. So, I mean, hey, good for them. Bring it to a game seven. All right. And then I would just want to, um, I'm going to say which team is in the lead for each division here. Okay, go ahead. So not go by full standings, but um, in your division one, I'll say the top three teams. So Invalid Red has three points, Mocket has two, and Aerox has two. So that's your top three in division one. Now, Invalid Red... Three wins, zero losses. Mocket, two wins, one loss. Aerox, two wins, one loss. Okay, perfect. Yep. Um, in the next division, we have Recknack in the lead with three wins, zero losses, therefore three points. Team Quantum is actually tied with them, again, with three wins, zero losses. Oh, and Frags and Drag, also three wins, zero losses. So your top three are actually all tied for first place right now. It's a much closer division for the top spot. Yeah, that's... 
that's keep your, crazy. Keep your eye on that. Yeah, good for them. Um, so re- that just that goes to show that I guess Recknack. What was that scrim? What was that scrim against well, Recknack? Another thing I want to state right now is only three sure. three games have been played. Three series have been played. That means they haven't played against each team yet. No, that's true. And not only that, but that invalid red versus Recknack, where invalid red won nine to one in that scrim. Invalid red is a completely different division. So they so. I guess that makes yeah. sense that Recknack kind of got beat by them because. They're in a lower division. Well, then, hey, I want to say kudos to these teams to actually scrimming outside their divisions. I mean, that right. means I feel like that means Recknack wants to get better and move up a division. Of course. Of course. All right. And then the last division here, we have, um, again, a three-way tie for first with Revive Nation, Inverted, and Team Zero all being 3-0 and and having three points. Congratulations to them. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's good to see the competition. Good to see the close competition, I should say. And then um, also in going back to that first division, um, Skit Light Old Mates as well are also tied for technically second. All f- the next four teams after first are all tied for second. Jesus. So, But like you said, we're only three matches in so far. Yep. We'll see if there's any separation that happens Correct. as the weeks go on. Yep. But no, good to see the close competition. That's what I like out of esports. It makes it makes it more interesting. Hell yeah. I don't want to see fucking four O's every every time. That's boring as hell. When you just see just slaughter fest like yeah. that. Come on, Splice, turn it down a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> like let, let Envy get in there, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, so let Envy in there. I mean <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Josh pushing his envy agenda. No, 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 no. Splice, um, they fucking deserved yes, that yes, first yes. place finish, hands down. Um all but right. we already talked about all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, we have the Pro Battle League, which Will was gracious enough to speak about the rosters already. Let's actually talk about what Pro Battle League actually is, though. So, it is a North American Championship. It's a $7,000 prize pool. $4,000 going to the champs. $1,000 going to the second place team. Um, And then... $400 $400 for the conference champs, and then $100 for the conference champs second place team. $400, 400 will go to the top four conference champs teams. So the winner of each conference, there's four conferences, each team gets $400. And then $100 will go to each second place team in each conference. Okay, makes sense? Cool. Uh, it started yesterday, Sunday, the 6th, and will include VODs as well to what happened, but I'm going to read this article here. Again, this is at BattleLeague.com. I'll include links to everything. You can check it out yourself. The PBL, or Pro Battle League, has four conferences, Eastern, Northern, Southern, and Western. For this season, each conference has four teams. During the regular season, teams will play each of their conference opponents twice. Conference matches are best of five. The team with the best conference record at the end of the regular season is the conference champion. The four conference champions go straight to the North American Championship. The team with the worst conference record is eliminated from the postseason. The second and third place teams in all the conferences are placed in a seeded qualification bracket. The top four teams go on to meet the conference champs in the North American Championship. The qualification bracket matches are best of seven. The qualification bracket seeding is heavily based on the performance of the teams in the regular season. In addition, there is a mid-season match between conferences. The matches against another conference do not count towards a team's season record and are only for later seeding. 
The North America Championship bracket is seed-based on strength of the conference determined during the interconference matches and the results of the qualification bracket. The North American Championship matches are best of seven. Okay? Regular season best of five. Anything past that's best of seven. Cool? Awesome. Next up, um, so we already talked about the prize pool. So let's get into registration and all this stuff. The primary focus of the PBL Pro Battle League is to build the most talented team in each of our regions. But our goal of contributing to the overall growth of local Halo communities goes hand in hand with our league goals. We want to do all we can to see Halo players competing in local venues for a chance to represent their home region. Our philosophy on rosters is built around getting as many people involved as possible. Regional Restriction Early on, we wanted to have something different from uh, with the PBL. So long... So long before regional teams became a big deal with Overwatch League, we set up the PBL to be tied to regions. We currently have 16 regions with plan to expand to 24 regions after this season. We really like the dynamic that watching your local franchise means you're seeing some of the best Halo talent in your region. You can see what team represents your region at the link that they include, or to find out what region team represents, go to battlepro.com at the link that they include as well. 8 Player Rosters PBL teams have four starting players and up to four extended roster players. Teams can pull players from their extended roster anytime before a series starts. Once the series begins, teams are set. The extended roster is meant to give teams subs and also to have players in development. Kind of like how um, the Europa Halo does it as well. They have sub spots too. So that's cool. Reserve clubs. In each region, we plan to create four reserve clubs to help find the best talent for the franchise team. We currently have several RCs and are looking uh, to some RC battles soon. If you're interested in learning more about the RCs, reach out to at PBLHalo on Twitter. RCs being reserve clubs. Roster lock. The rosters are locked when a team plays their first match of the season, as well as already stated. After that, teams are only able to make roster changes in the case of some extreme circumstance. You can view the team rosters on the Battle Pro team page included in the article. And finally, no HWC players. The PBL is focused on battle-testing local Halo players. We have a rule that players who competed on teams in the Halo World Championship are eliminated from competing in the PBL. Any player on one of the 16 Halo World Championship teams is ineligible for the uh, Pro Battle League team rosters. So that's good. Keep it local. Keep it amateur. Let's see these guys get bigger. Get better. It's almost like having like an actual pro team because you they have these four extra spots not only for subs but they can use them for they said roster development so you can pick up a young player who you think is going to develop into a better halo player over the next year and slowly implement him into your team hell yeah i think that's amazing it is fucking amazing that's awesome and the fact that they want to expand to 24 regions maybe we'll see a minnesota in there well, there's already a Wisconsin. Fuck them. We need a Minnesota. I know. <laughs> no hate towards Wisconsin. Come on. What do you mean? Us Minnesotans and Wisconsins, we butt heads all the time. Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. I'm just, Stupid I'm just ass playing. rivalry. But yeah, there's, um, I think there, so there's Wisconsin. I think there, I read there's Chicago. And, there is, yep. Um, Denver is also kind of closer. Yes. So that, we kind of have some around here, but yeah, get a Minnesota team going. Well, I mean, if they're going to do 24 more, who are they going to be? I mean, yeah. uh, 12 more. If they're going to do 12 more to be 24 total, who are the other 12 going to be? Well, I think California and the East Coast, obviously, where the population's more dense. They we'll already have. have one. Overwatch World League has two for LA. So I guess, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Sure. Whatever. So, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. Will, 
Who do we got for some uh, match results for the Pro Battle League? All right. So in the Pro Battle League on Sunday, May 6th, we did have Atlanta Zenith face off against Philadelphia Forge. Uh, this was a five-game series. They're all best of fives. Best of fives. So yeah. Yeah. Because it's not. So these will all be best of fives. Yep. So game one was Strongholds on Plaza, which was 100 to 46 in favor of Atlanta. Game two was Slayer on Regret, which was a 50-35 in favor of Atlanta. Game three, Capture the Flag on Truth, went went 3-1 to Philly. And on game four, Strongholds on Empire was 100 to 78 Atlanta. So Atlanta takes the series 3-1. Next we had, here we go, Chicago United versus Wisconsin Fury. Game one, Strongholds on Plaza, 100-84, Wisconsin. Game two, Slayer on Regret. Regret? Regret. Regret. (laughs) Slayer on Regret, 50-30, Wisconsin. Game three, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-2, Chicago. Game four, Strongholds on Empire, 100-83, Chicago. And the final, game five, Slayer on Coliseum, 50-46 to Wisconsin. 3-2, Wisconsin. So Chicago came fighting back, but they couldn't close it out. Nope. Step your game up. <laughs> Josh with the with the tough love. Uh, <laughs> Austin Royals versus Dallas Stampede. Game one, strongholds on Plaza was a hundred to seven in favor of Dallas. They fucking shit on him. Oh my god. Slayer on regret, fifty to sixteen, Dallas. They fucking shit on him. Game three, capture the flag truth, three oh Dallas. And the series finishes 3-0 Dallas. One would say, Dallas shit on him. Because that's what it no. looks like. I know, right? Austin Royals, you guys need to step your game up for sure. All right, it looks like we uh, we do have some Twitch VODs available for those. Links will be included in the show notes. Yes, and then also, uh, Europa Halo, another, I'm going to fucking like, call you out again. Uh, if you have any, I don't know all of the people who are streaming the matches for the Europa Halo Champions League. So... If you have, or if anybody has the VODs for those, please tweet them at us. I'll include them in the show notes, so that way people have access to them. And, yeah, I'll say that. Who doesn't want more Halo? Who doesn't want to watch more Halo, right? Next up, we had the female Pro League money match that happened. Again, another, uh, another, what? What the fuck am I trying to say right now? Oh my god. Organization? Is that what I'm trying to say? Sure. League organizer. We're going to say that. Female Pro League money match happened over the weekend as well. Uh, Two teams competed. There is a VOD as well. We'll include in the show notes. The two teams included Thick Johns, which included uh, Divine Damsel. I'm saying included a lot. Which consisted of Divine Damsel, Crandipus, Monza, and Queen. And then we had Low Tier E-Girls, which consisted of Janelle, Minx, Veronica, and Oacuity. Great names. Amazing names. And here are the match results for you. Game one was Capture the Flag on Truth, going 3-0 in favor of Thick Johns. Game two was Strongholds on Plaza, 100-75, again in favor of Thick Johns. Game three was Slayer on Regret, 50-35 in favor of Thick Johns. And game four was Capture the Flag on Coliseum, 3-2 in favor of Thick Johns. They win it 4-0. Woo! What I don't like to see are 4-0s, but you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? Congratulations to you guys. They took home $250. And apparently, based off their tweets, they paid it out immediately. Oh, nice. That's awesome. That's great to see. Tournament organizers, please continue to do that. 
And then finally, we have the Astro Spartans monthly free-for-all results. First place taking home 500 bones was a boo-boo, doo-boo. Brackle will be included in the show notes. I didn't get the VOD. I should work on getting the VOD. But yeah, congratulations, boo-boo-doo-boo. You're awesome. Not just because you're on Envy, but you're just an awesome Halo player. You're a really nice dude, too. Didn't you say that someone uh, quit out of this pretty early? Well, it, okay, so Spartan was in it as well. He tweeted out that he gave up early yeah. and he put on Jonas Brothers music <laughs> to like uh, prevent him from be- from getting more tilted. Spartan, shout out to you, my man. That's fucking awesome. Who doesn't love the Jonas Brothers? Will, do you not like the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, sure. They're fine. I can play some of their songs. I heard I- they've been to the year 3000. Oh, God. Not much has changed. But they live underwater. And your great, great, great granddaughter is doing fine. Doing fine. (laughs) Oh, my. That's going to do it for the tournament results this week. God damn it. I'm fucking starving. Like, oh, my God. I'm really fucking hungry. But nobody gives a shit about what I want. Although I do want Taco Bell. Hey, Taco Bell, get at us. We want you to be a sponsor of our show, all right? We know you don't listen, but we still love you. We eat you all the time. It sounded really bad. It's just to see Will's face. I'm rambling at this point. Let's get into the actual big topic for this week, Will. We had a little tease, I guess you could say. Well, not even really tease. It was a full article about the HCS 2018 season settings. And damn it, we're going to read about them. This comes from official HCS over at HaloWaypoint.com. This was posted on May 4th, 2018. And it reads, With the Halo World Championship 2018 season behind us, it's now time to look forward to the next season of competitive Halo. In particular, today we're going to be talking about changes coming to tournament and HCS playlist settings, the issues that exist today, why we're making changes, and what we're doing to resolve some of those issues and how we're working with the community to do it. State of competitive play. Based on what we've observed in the last 12 months, as well as what fans and players have told us, we've identified a set of issues with the competitive gameplay landscape. Some of the issues are quite complex and deeply rooted, and require quite a bit of time and resources to solve. Some are smaller and can be addressed using the existing tools and resources we have today. Here's what we're trying to solve for. Map and mode rotation has grown stale with players looking for new things to play and fans looking for new things to watch. We believe this has also contributed to recent tournament results becoming increasingly predictable and repetitive. Thank fucking God. I am so sick of seeing the same game types on the same fucking maps for the past fucking three years. Oh my God. This is the biggest breath of fresh air I could ever imagine. You have something to say, Will. Go ahead. No, I just, this, this change has been much needed for a long time. Yes. And they're finally getting to it. Finally. Fucking <laughs> oh my God. I love Coliseum. Okay. But if I need to see another Slayer or CTF on Coliseum, no, please no. Okay. Players are traversing around the map faster than ever before, which causes some map and game type flow issues, like snowballing, but also makes it very difficult for viewers to follow. So, we're going to get to what they're talking about specifically there soon, but okay, they addressed it. Uh, 
The map Fathom needs some adjustments to reduce the amount of ties it has compared to other CTF maps. We're also looking into reports from uh, players who say CTF on other maps ends too quickly in tournament play. Yeah, three-minute CTF games we saw and... The World Championship 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 Final? Yeah. Almost every one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, and that, uh, yeah, from a player standpoint, it's like, okay, that was a three-minute game, what? Right. And from a viewer standpoint, standpoint, you don't even get to see all the action that happens in that three minutes. Right. And it's just, it's over. Imagine us trying to take notes for each of those fucking games. Yeah, it was, it was, it was oh, the game start? Oh, the game's fucking over. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was just, <laughs> for us to try to create content out of a game that fast. Right. We were, oh, so, this so-and-so grabbed the flag, and it's back, and it's back, and it's over. Okay. It was fucking terrifying. Um, no, but then also the standoff, like the, the, the tie games on CTF Fathom and the standoffs on CTF Fathom. Thank God they're going to address that issue. Holy shit. The last thing I want to see is a 12 minute game of CTF on Fathom taking place just to see another 12 minute game of CTF Fathom take place. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't know this, Will, there came a time way back. Okay. When so now the current settings are if they if there's a stale if there's a if it's a tie game after overtime in the first game it's a full replay, okay? Do you remember what it used to be? No. If game two ended in another tie after overtime, it was another full replay. So it would just keep going. Yeah. It was fucking bad. I think I do remember seeing a couple games like that. And it was Fathom too. Yep. It's always Fathom CTF. It's always Fathom CTF. Um, Yeah. It's terrible. So they're addressing it. Hopefully. Good. Good to see. Additionally, some of the maps like the Rig and Plaza feature shotguns and scatter shots that are dominating play too often during matches, which contributes to the snowballing mentioned above. Okay. Good to hear. Players have also reported concerns with red and blue teams and strongholds on the rig, specifically around initial spawns and access to power weapons. Wait, so you're telling me a non-symmetrical map isn't going to lean towards one team specifically in spawns? What? (laughs) Fucking Jesus Christ. Okay. Since Halo 5 Guardians launched, the game has received numerous content updates, including new innovations to forge, new game modes, expanded custom game options, bug fixes, quality of life improvements, and more. It's been really great to see what the community has been able to create thus far, and we've also used some of these same tools to deliver new matchmaking experiences such as the Halo 3 Classic Throwback Playlist. Fuck yes. While we look back fondly on everything that's happened with Halo 5 and all the feedback and support we received to help drive so many updates and improvements, the studio now has to look forward. With the vast majority of the 343 development team fully focused on building the next Halo title, we've got some real-world constraints on what's realistic in terms of continued sustain and support for Halo 5. Player requested updates like brand new developer made maps or additional weapon tuning are no longer within feasible scope. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. You heard it right now. You've heard it. You've listened. You've read it if you read the article yourself. You've seen it in tweets if people tweeted it out. 343 are no longer going to be making competitive maps for Halo 5. That's damn near what that fucking sentence reads. And no weapon tuning. It's set. Correct. We're done. Okay? Instead, what we can do is leverage existing tools and content to address some of the reported issues and deliver updated settings for the next season of HCS. Changes on the way. Here's a look at the changes that will be made for the next season. It's your favorite thing. It's it's the thing I get to talk about in every single tournament recap. 
It's coming back! Oddball! <laughs> Adding no. oddball... Wait, what, what were you going to say, Will? No, no. Okay. Adding oddballs should reset the playing field a bit, forcing all teams to learn the mode for each map, and should also provide new experiences for players and viewers alike. A substantial amount of work has been done to the game mode since its release last November, with the most recent being the addition of Player Respawn Influencer, which tackles a large piece of feedback that we received. We're confident that this latest iteration of play uh, will play the best it has ever been in Halo 5. That doesn't say a lot to me, considering it played like fucking horse shit the first time it was integrated. And that first time it was integrated was last time. So... Yeah, but they've had five months now to work on it. Sure, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say it plays incredibly better until we fucking see it in play. Sure. Them saying that, oh, it plays a lot better than last time. Okay, it played like shit last time. I would hope you changed it. So we're going to see what... This isn't a shit on 343. This is like, don't give us a blanket statement like that saying, oh, it fucking plays better. Well, if it didn't, you'd get a lot of shit for it. Yeah, well, they... They got to put something out there considering that they are releasing it back into the playlist. Sure. But why not into the scene? Why not give us footage of them playing it so we can see how it plays? Sure. Maybe that'll come in the future. It will. Well, obviously it will. Um, we're still working on finalizing which maps will feature oddball and what, uh, and we'll drive that decision via play testing and feedback, both internally and externally. There you go. Sweet. If Josh would have kept reading the fucking article, he would have answered his own question. Um, Again, no fucking hate towards 343. You guys are doing a lot for uh, the competitive scene, and we greatly appreciate it. New Forge maps. Holy shit. I had to stop there for a second because, like, we, we talked about this for so long. We want Forge maps in competitive. Make it happen. The Forge maps just have to be... Up to par. Right. And based off what I'm seeing, apparently there's a lot of lag and frame drops in some of these maps. Not great to see or hear, but hopefully they address it. We'll see what happens. But I'm going to read this. Even just adding one Forge map will have a big impact on the competitive rotation for the HCS. Like with Oddball, all players will have to learn the map or maps, which put all competitors at the same level, and it should also provide viewers with some fresh gameplay to watch unfold. Our goal is to incorporate at least one Forge map to support Slayer and an objective mode. Keep reading down below for additional information on how we're selecting the Forge map or maps. Fathom CTF update. We'll be testing a few options here, including changes to CTF rules, flag positions, power-ups, and more. We'll have more details on the specific variants next week. Sweet. Shotgun and scattershot spawn updates. Like with Fathom, we'll be testing and exploring a few options, including placing these weapons on weapon pads or even replacing them on these maps. We'll have more details on the specific variant updates next week. The rig updates. To further balance the rig and address reports of initial spawn imbalance, we'll be looking at various options, including adjusting initial spawns and moving the location of power weapons. Okay. Lastly, we're currently investigating the removal of only the Spartan Charge and Ground Pound abilities for HCS competitive play next season as a means to slow down pacing in an effort to improve gameplay at the competitive level and also improve viewing experience overall. We're still working to finalize the plan, and we'll have more to share next week, including the final decision. Holy crap. Getting rid of Spartan Charging and Ground Pound. Two of the biggest things that were introduced in Halo 5, and they're just going to... Out. Maybe. Just think about this, though. Splice? 
that's what they used to navigate so they well. They thrive on it. They, yeah, they thrive on it. You're going to take away their biggest advantage. Right. And you know what? As I was reading that, I'll say paragraph, that was exactly what was going on in the back of my mind. But at the same time, their shots are godlike. Oh, yeah. You can't, you can't deny that their shots are on all the time, too. So maybe it won't matter. I mean, sure. Part of it will. Okay. No matter what. You take something away when people have been practicing on it and playing in tournaments on it and blah, 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 blah for so long and you just pluck it away like it never existed. Yeah, there's going to be a transition period. But if any team can learn from change in a quick manner, it's fucking splice. True. Easy. Very true. So we'll just have to wait and see. Playtesting and feedback. For the month of May, 343's very own Michael Strongside Kavanaugh will be holding public test lobbies on Xbox Live for pros and other competitive players alike to join in, try out some things we're testing, and provide feedback in real time. Be sure to follow Strongside on Twitter for more info on how to join in on these playlists, on on these playtests, which kick off on Monday, May 7th, so the day we're recording. We're excited to to be partnering with the community in new ways to form the best competitive settings as possible. I'm going to put in air quotes, if they listen. Sure. Hopefully they listen. Next up, we have Forge Maps. One of the things we're most excited about implementing is Forge Maps. We've curated a list of competitive Forge Maps for testing with the following criteria. The map must perform at a stable frame rate. The map size must support 4v4 gameplay. The map must support Slayer and an objective mode, whether it be CTF, Strongholds, or Oddball. And measures to improve the look of the map must be taken for a quality viewing experience without sacrificing gameplay and frame rate. Here is a look at the maps that we've been selected for testing. We have Fisher by negative zero, Sentinel by negative zero, Furnace by Blaze and Redshift, Data Center by Urk uh, X15, Echelon by Squally uh, DeBeans, Russet by Foge, Vestige by The Slammers, and that's it. And of course, with the article being in the show notes, we'll have they'll they include pictures to all these maps as well. So you can go ahead and check them out. Starting Monday, May 7th, so today we're the day we're recording today, we'll be testing these publicly to whittle the list down to the very best one or two maps that will be included in the upcoming season. This is also where pros and competitive players alike can join in and provide feedback on these maps. Once those map or maps have been found, we'll be doing more public testing to fine-tune the map by tweaking geometry, adjusting weapon placement and spawns, and more. Um, Will, you know what I think we should do? What's that? We should download these maps, and then we should get a community play date going, where we can all play these ourselves. Sure. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, let's set it up. Hell yeah. Our listeners listen for competitive speak. Yeah. You guys want to see what could be included in the next competitive season? Let's play them together and find out if they're good. Tweet at us if you want to get in on this community play date. Hell yeah. We will get our dis- Discord all set up, ready to go. Yes. And it's all, well, it's set up. It's just not like out there for people to see. We'll get it ready to go. Yes. And yeah, we'll get a community play date going. We can test out some of these HCS maps that might be entering the playlist, see what we like about them, see what we don't like about them. Hell I yeah. can already tell. This last map they listed. They're looking for an oddball map. No, do not do it on this map. Please do not do it on this map. The amount of edges that you can just throw the fucking ball off on. It would be ridiculous. It would be a spawn every three seconds. But anyway, that's something we can talk about when we play these maps. Yes. Let us know if you want in. 
Hell yeah. Forging ahead. Overall, here's a look at the timeline for when Forge maps will be tested and tuned and when competitors can expect settings to lock for the upcoming season. May 11th. List of Forge maps whittled down to the very best one or two. That is literally in four days. May 14th. Fine-tuning begins. June 1st. Forge map or maps are locked as well as maps that will be used for Oddball. And finally, June 8th. The settings that are locked for the season. So by June 8th, a month from now, we will know everything that is going to be happening. And of course, we're obviously going to report be reporting on it as soon as it happens. So, there's that. Note that during this time period, public testing will be taking place multiple times each week. The HCS playlist within Halo 5 and the official HCS file share will also be updated to allow players to try out the new settings at any time. We'd like to thank everyone again for the phenomenal Halo World Championship 2018 season. We're excited to work on these updates and we look forward to your partnership and feedback as we bring new settings and content to the upcoming HCS season. As always, follow at HCS for the latest on the Halo Championship series. That is the full article. And then we also have a Forge Hub response. We talked about them a little bit earlier. Forge Hub responded on Twitter. This was on May 5th. Says, heads up to all you pro players out there, just to let you know, the HCS Forge map candidates are open to your feedback on the Forge Hub website, should you want to chime in. They're ready to go. Yes. So go ahead and provide your feedback. It's great. Will, is there anything else you want to talk about with these settings? I just look forward to the changes and let's see what happens, I guess. Based off what it seems like. The majority of pros out there, or the vocal majority of these pros out there, are saying that they want classic Halo back in competitive play. Okay? They were saying how they'd be fine with, like, a Halo 2 anniversary and Master Chief collection if the update came out in time. They'd be fine with playing, I think they said they'd be fine with playing Halo 3 on Master Chief collection. Um, They'd want settings removed from Halo 5, and it looks like that's what they're thinking about doing. So, it looks like they're going to be catering towards what they want. Which is good. Forge maps, we've been preaching to the fucking choir that we've wanted it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So it's great to see that they're potentially going to include those. Oddball, very skeptical about still. I just want it to work. Yeah, that's the main thing. Just make it work. Yes. If you're going to implement it, make it work. <laughs> now, another thing I'm going to say, and I know why they don't include it because it's so much like Strongholds. I would be fine if they brought King of the Hill back. It's been a staple for the longest time. And again, I know the reason why is because Stronghold is damn near the same thing. Okay. But I think with the way the maps are designed right now and with these introduction of these forge maps, I think a King of the Hill game type could benefit greatly. And it would bring more variety. Are they going to do it? Obviously not. They specifically said nothing about it. So they're obviously not going to include it. But I think it'd be cool. Um, But yeah, Oddball, very skeptical. Hopefully it works. Because I would love to see something else other than these stale three game types that we see every time. So here's hoping. I do have to say, I believe you owe me a tub of G Fuel then. What did you say? Our bet. What was the bet? Halo competitive would continue with Halo 5 and wouldn't go to Master Chief or... Oh, fuck! I just Damn want it! I just want to bet with that update. Can we wait until there's a buy one oh, and get course, one free? Of course. Okay. Just whenever. Actually, that works because I was because if it's buy one tub, get one free. Hey, G Fuel. Put your sale back on. Not only that, sponsor our show. Okay? 
We talk about it. I want Taco Bell as a sponsor and G Fuel. I said Mountain Dew before. I don't drink Mountain Dew anymore. Shocker, I know. I mean, I, I cheat every now and again, like once a month. But either way, I drink G Fuel now. Hey, G Fuel, get the fuck at us. All right? Yeah. Yeah. If anyone from G Fuel is out there listening, sure. Get yeah. At us. And don't think I'm sounding mean. I just really like your product. I genuinely do. And I drink it every fucking day. It's a great alternative to drinking pop because there's no sugar and they still get the caffeine. So hell yeah. No, this is not an ad for fucking G Fuel. Okay. So don't think this is an ad for them. I just like their product. All right. And I want that buy one, get one free sale because I was going to get three tubs. Yeah. I was going to get fruit punch, pink lemonade, and lemonade, which means I'd get you whatever fucking tub you wanted because you won the goddamn bet. Yes. Few shout outs for you. Um, I'm just going to shout out these tournament organizers. So Europa Halo, Pro Battle League, Team Beyond, Female Pro League, Greater Toronto Halo, anybody else that I'm missing out there that's doing grassroots Halo tournament events, shout out to you guys for fucking keeping this thing going. It's great to see. It's great for us to report on. I want to see this continue. So thanks, guys. It's great. It's fucking great. And then our community creations this week. I fucking did not do a lot of work. I'm so sorry. I was trying so hard to just get all the other tournament results. So go check out me Monday on Reddit for r slash Halo. It's always a fucking treat. You're bound to have a chuckle. And if you don't, you don't have a soul. In which case, I don't know what to tell you. You should probably get that checked out. Are you holding back a laugh right now, Will? Like, what the fuck's going on? (laughs) Will, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Will you plug the fucking show? All right. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Check us out on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Let others know what you think of the show. We're always looking for feedback. You also can find us on Google Play, Stitcher. Still no Spotify. We have our Spartan company. Link will be provided. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at HDSProTalk. You can follow our Instagram at HDSProTalk. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash HDSProTalk. Our YouTube, youtube.com slash htsprotalk, and Twitch, twitch.tv slash htsprotalk. Go follow us on those sites where we have no content on yet. (laughs) Do it up. Do it up. We love to see numbers inflate that mean literally nothing. Sure. But yes. Um, But yeah, I don't... Is there anything else, Will? Let's go play some Halo. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 19 of HTS Pro Talk want to thank you very much for listening, as always. And if there's any corrections or anything else you want to discuss with us, like Will said, tweet at us on Twitter. Send us an email, htsprotalk at gmail.com. Leave us the, that review on iTunes. We want to know what's going on. We want to know if you fuck something up, too. What are your guys' thoughts on these HTS settings? And do you want to play with us on Halo? If not, we understand. But we'd like it if you play with us. That's going to do it. We'll see you next week. But until then, bye bye